0: Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Jeroen Korthout. He is the co founder and CEO of SalesFlare, a simple and powerful CRM that automates CRM and sales work. Jeroen thrives on building products and bringing them to the market with a special focus on SaaS and customer relationships. Previous to SalesFlare, in a few other startup projects he has helped big pharma and biotech companies change the way they address their customers using the newest channels. He works and lives in Antwerp, Belgium. Jeroen, how's it going? Yeah, it's going well. Thank you for the nice pronunciation of my name. Thank you. Well, it's several times as I had to listen to it and see it. So there you go. Um, I don't think a lot of people know, but I actually use SalesFlare as as a CRM. And I think we reached out through um, your customer experience or customer service channel, your chat channel. Um, And what I found was interesting is you're like, yeah, let's do this. Let's let's talk about SalesFlare. So I think my first question, just starting out of the gate here, is um, why did you start SalesFlare?
1: SalesFlare actually started in um, the beginning of 2014. Uh, when my co-founder and I, we went to a conference, we, we were working in another company. It was a business intelligence software company. Um, and we had a ton of leads from that conference and we were looking for practical solutions to actually make sure we could close those deals. And what we found very quickly, and I had a background uh, previous to that, um, working mostly with Salesforce. Um we start looking around for other tools because what I found when working with Salesforce is that it's a, a great thing uh, for a big company and it's great for management um, as they can kind of see what kind of opportunities you have in your pipeline and all that uh, and report on that. Um, but what it's not great for is for the salespeople themselves. It's a tool that doesn't really help you to to fix the problem that we were looking for a solution for, which was uh, decently following up your leads. Now, for this part, we found some solutions uh, that were rather practical, uh, but they still failed for us because we didn't manage to fill them out in a disciplined way. We had quite a large pipeline and we found ourselves constantly, after every follow-up um, uh, input a lot of data and we figured there should be a better way um the, there should be a way in which salespeople don't have to kind of like double document all the things they do um because honestly if you send an email to someone that email is already in your emails uh, they send you email signatures that have their contact data uh, there's a lot of data you can get on the net about them uh, in social profiles and all these kind of things. Uh, There's company databases that you can perfectly um, uh, query to find more information about the company. There's meetings in your calendar. Um, There's uh, tools that can do uh, email tracking and web tracking and all that. Uh, And there's calls in your phone. And we figured all these separate things, why don't we build a system that automatically gathers them and make sure that you as a salesperson basically just have to do your follow-up and, and that our system then shows you the history, uh, all the information about the people you're in contact with without you having to do it yourself, um, which means that we we built a CRM that you can actually rely on uh, and that doesn't rely on you in the sense that um, most systems start failing when you... Uh, have a have a moment where discipline is not uh, enough to to keep everything nice and clean in the CRM. Um, ours will just keep gathering the data, and and in the end, you will still find everything you're looking for, um, and much more than you would find in other CRMs.
0: Yeah, I actually absolutely love the tool, and I and I think um, you you mentioned something that really hit on point. Build a system you rely on and not that it relies on you, I think is a huge key here. Um, So the way that I found you guys, and I think um, you had a story around this, is uh, I found you guys through AppSumo. Um, Why was SalesFlare on AppSumo?
1: We we actually started uh, off um, from a personal um, need, and then we thought this could be a bigger thing. And we started looking at big companies and we, we imagined we were going to build a sales platform um, that would complement systems like Salesforce um, and make it way easier for, um, for people in big companies to sell. And that would then integrate with, with, with uh, Salesforce. It would be a sort of sales platform. Um, when we tried selling this kind of solution, we often hit a wall um and while we were building it we started seeing that the startups around us actually really liked our system and and it 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 could also work standalone and then we figured okay maybe we're not we're not building this for big companies um we're still building this for small companies like us um and at some point i think by the time we got on AppSumo we must have had 60, 70 companies on the software or so. They're all small businesses um, and we figured what's the best place to reach a lot of small businesses at once, uh, at scale, very quickly uh, and that was Absimo. And and the Absimo deal allowed us to to reach a big audience very quickly uh, to offer them, of course, a great deal um, and to uh, get a lot of feedback from all these people that you much more easily engage than than, than you engage them by offering them a free trial and then asking them to pay. Um, you have to imagine that before we had about, uh, well, I I think it was about 60, 70 companies using our software. Uh, after AppSumo, it was 5,700, 5, if I'm not mistaken. So it was a huge boom uh, on our platform, it meant that we uh, we very intensively tested our systems um, and this and the systems we use uh, in some places. I, I remember that at some point, um, at that point we were still using um an external service to connect to to mailboxes, and we had warned them about the fact we would be on AppSumo, and they were like, "No, no, no, our system will take the load." and uh, then when we actually launched, everything went down. Um, and <laughs> they had to solve a lot of things. Um, on our side, we had to beef up the servers, like put load balancers, all this kind of things. Things we didn't, we didn't really like imagine just before when we were way smaller. Um, so that was a huge test. Uh, but then also, um, from Absumon, we got tons of feature requests, tons of um, issues reported that we had never heard about. Um, tons of little improvements and annoyances and it really helped to uh, optimize our software because apart from the automated side uh, what we focus on very much as a company is to try to make it super easy Um, it's not just a system uh, you can rely on but it's also a system that uh, we want you to be able to understand it like almost immediately Um, and AppSumo was really key for us in, in, in that respect with all the, the whole community that got behind it and actually helped us to build a better product.
0: I like it. And I like that you're, you're talking about the, the problems having going from what 70 to 5,700 or something like that. (laughs) That's a, that's a ridiculous, that's a ridiculous growth. I don't, I can't figure out the percentage on that, but right now off the top of my head, but that's. That's amazing. So, um what what's what's next on the marketing features coming up? Have you with people, you know, reaching back out, you know, through AppSumo and, you know, other, you know, other channels um that you got customers. What are some of the features that you're noticing that you um you've listened to your customers about?
1: So, w- one of the things um that's it's it's currently in beta. I don't know when this podcast is going to be 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 live, of course. Um, but currently uh, we're beta testing a whole new way of sifting through data in SalesFlare. Um, it's a sort of uh, filtering system that I haven't seen in any other uh, small business practical CRM um, that allows you to make very advanced kind of filters. Like for instance, uh, to make it a bit concrete, uh, you could say, show me all my contacts Uh of which in the role, there's the word founder. So it contains the word founder. Um, They're linked to accounts um, that I haven't heard for three days. And linked to these accounts, um, there's opportunities uh, in a certain stage, let's say uh, in a qualified stage. Show me all these contacts. Uh, So that's something that is now possible on the advanced filtering beta. uh, And that will soon be available to everyone. We're still... Uh, making some changes here and there because it's a very complex thing we built uh, to make sure that it works the exact right way before we put it out in the open and people start building, building more things on top of it. Then um, this uh, filtering system um, be- is also the basis for automation. So you can already now, um, if depending on whether you're on the the, the former filtering system or the new one, um, you can build a filter and then at the top right, you can start an email campaign that uh, triggers at any time that an, a new contact enters the, the, the filter or the segments. You can think about it as segments. Um, so that means you can, um, you can set up automated emails and we're gonna go beyond um, just automated emails. Another thing we're going to be working on very soon is uh, things like sequences. So as we have automated a lot of the, the underlying data in the CRM, um, the things we're, we're working on now more and more is um, unlocking the data on the one hand and on the other hand, building automated communication on top of the data and other automations. As we, as, we have, as we have built that layer of automated data, we can actually build more automation. Whereas in, in like um, a classic CRM system, if the data itself is not automated, then the automation on top has less value. So we, we've been going in steps in that way.
0: I like it. Yeah, um, I've just noticed, um, I probably need that filter uh, feature, Jeroen, um, just to make sure, just wink, wink. Um um, because I've uh done some exports through some different uh databases and I'm like, yeah, this would be great if I could not use an Excel sheet. So um you're onto something um with that. So no more hard, you know, grilling you with some questions about sales for, but um, if you want to share a story of um something that's a, is an offline background of that's something that's not on the website, um, that you want to share a story that you know how you helped the customer, customer feedback um an experience you had with salesflare that you 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 want to share on this podcast
1: oh uh, there's so many things i think about <coughs> it's so difficult to choose
0: um yeah just anything about salesflare just um yeah if there's something that's not on the website you know you're like hey you know um we had some great reviews this is what we did from AppSumo. or you know this is we've just talked to a few customers saying you know um this is why we we put this feature out and their um their success from that Do you want to give any information on that
1: i can i can just go top of mind things I think about that uh just think that things that are on my mind right now like um currently um I've just been looking at the g two crowd results and i'm I'm pretty happy about them um it seems that in the the more than 600 CRMs that there are in the world, we're in, uh, always in the top when it comes to um, user reviews, uh, especially when it comes to ease of use. And if you look at the G2 Crowd reports, there's a specific one on, um, on, on relationship with a company, and that's where we score thirds uh, of all companies, which makes me really, really happy. Uh, we're just a very small team, we're just eight people um serving right now uh, hundreds to thousands depending how you look at it uh companies um and still people feel that uh, we're able to uh make a good connection and help them really well uh and i think that kind of speaks for an, an, a new sort of um uh a, a new sort of Doing business, where you can serve customers all over the world. Um, concretely, we serve customers in, I think, about 60 countries right now. Um, I must say that about 40-50% is in the US. Um, and then the big part is in Europe, but we serve customers as well in, uh, in Australia, in Malaysia, in you know countries like that, uh, that are not US or Europe. Um that's one. And second, we do that with very little resources um, and with a lot of automation. So we use a lot of software. Uh, like we try to build a very automated system. This is something that comes really from our own um uh, our own belief that there's a lot of things that that you shouldn't have to spend your time on. And the more you can actually automate with software, the more you can uh, spend time on the essential things. Um, and that pays off. When you can spend as, as much time as possible on, on, on the one hand building things, uh, building software, building things that, that compound in terms of value, that's, that's awesome. Uh, and then when you think about salespeople that they can spend their full time, uh, creating value for their customers, understanding them on the human aspect of the, of all that, that's such a, a great thing that, that software has been, has been made, has made possible in, in, in recent years, even I would say, um, because historically software has been, um, um, it has been selling the, the promise of automation, but it has mostly been a system that has been taking time from people. And I think recently you, st- you start seeing that software is, is actually creating time for people. And that's just a, a great feeling. Yesterday night, um, I installed a Google Home Mini and I was uh, super impressed by... How far, for instance, that has come, where a lot of the technology that has been building up over years is now coming together in such a way that you can just talk to the device and say, uh, uh, what's the weather today? What time is it? Turn on the TV, turn off the TV, play this song on the TV, anything you like. Um, Partly, these have been things that have been available for quite some time. But it has reached the point now that it's that it's it starts feeling like almost almost human the software you're 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 working with. Um, that's really impressive as well, I think,
0: yeah, I like that. I like um where you're going with Salesforce and I like that you incorporated a Google product because i mean there's there's either Google or Apple people. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you're a Google person um so enough about you know offline background and everything this this section um, right here is about you so you know what gets you up in the morning um, to you know build sales flare and, and to
1: you know put in meaningful work I think you you've said it already uh, it's very much about the building um, what attracted me less in previous jobs and I've started um, in a corporate job, Uh, then went to work in a smaller consultancy Um, it's that you're not really feeling at least um, that you're building something that every day you get up and you make things a little better and you see your efforts uh, compounding like I just said Um, that's that's what keeps me going. And, and the building, it's not just the product. Um, it's also building our company. It's building our team. It's building the brands. It's building out the sort of marketing system. Uh, it's building processes to make sure that um, we can serve customers in a more reliable way, in a faster way, uh, that we can ship more products. All these things well it it gives me a good feeling when when we when we move forward in these things, and when every, every day is a is a is a bit better than than the day before that's that's what I think what gets me out of bed
0: I like it I like the small little changes building helping your customers so when you're not working, what do you do as a hobby or creatively to kind of re-energize you
1: honestly um I used to do more creative have more creative hobbies, uh, before, uh, right now, uh, most of my creativity, creativity goes into Salesforce. Um, and that's because it's such a, such a broad, um, it's not just a small problem to tackle. It's, it's a company with lots of different aspects, uh, where, where every day I can, I can focus on another thing and, and try to tackle that. And it's, it takes a lot of creative energy. And I think if you are serious about being an entrepreneur, you also need to be kind of obsessive about, uh, about the company and you cannot um, spend too much of your creative energy on, on other things because you only have so much energy and, and time in a day. Um, what I spend most of my time on, um, next to Salesforce is one, uh, my wife and my family and my friends. Um, and second, um, let's say physical activity, um, is like moving, uh, it's biking. It's making sure that I'm not just, uh, only sitting behind a computer screen, let's say.
0: Well, you answered my last question, which, what do you do health-wise? So I, I understand about not sitting too long behind his computer screen. Um, Yurun, um, thank you so much for talking about SalesFlare, talking about your passions, talking about um, where you came with this company and where you're going with it. I'm actually super excited to be uh, using the tool and seeing the new features that are coming out. So I appreciate your, uh, your story. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Oz. Great to be on. To all the uh, converged coffee drinkers out there, that's a wrap.